I was very aware as a child that when you choose a career, you choose a way of relating to the entire world. Like a way of thinking, a mode of being, a natural reaction. You choose a set of natural reactions to every piece of information that you ever see. And this set of natural reactions is not you. It's something that has been developed by the society, by others, that you then put on as a mask. But you inevitably forget that you're wearing a mask and you think that you are your job. You may be wondering what kind of jobs my parents did that made me believe this. My dad was a lawyer. I was intimately aware that your job is a mask that you always mistakenly identify as yourself. And that was like, it wasn't like, oh, well, the trick is to not identify with yourself. That wasn't the solution in my mind. Uh, in my mind, it was like the ring of mortar or whatever. It was like more power than you can control. Because the way you think, your natural reaction, the way you interact with the world, you identify with it. It is you. You don't just choose a career, you're choosing a language. And in my mind, uh, this was a problem. This was a huge problem. I didn't want to have to deal with it. You know, I used to watch Bill Nye in elementary school. Come home, watch some TV, Bill Nye would be on. And uh, I saw Bill go to different scientists every week and talk to them about how they do their job and they all had very specific points of view they all knew very specific things but Bill got to learn about all of them that was the kind of job that I wanted an exploratory job something where you get to go see everything you get to do it all and I understood that Bill was actually speaking a language, and it was the language of show business, and the language of children. He had to be silly for the silly kids. I knew that. And so I didn't want to have to be constrained in those ways either. But, you know. 
the most the career path that interested me most when I was little was that of explorer somebody who goes out into the unknown and doesn't see it from a particular point of view okay he doesn't go out there as a dentist and try to see things from a dentist point of view or a lawyer or a computer programmer or something right he goes out there as a human and just sees it in the light of everything he's ever seen and that's the language he speaks the language of the world the language of existence and he goes out into the chaos and he finds new things that nobody has ever seen before and he can only find them because he sees them for what they are as much as possible he hasn't adopted a lens to see things through Now, I bring all this up because I think this is what I've been trying to do with this little recordings. And before that, I mean, so this, this is just what I do. I mean, this is what I'm trying to do with everything. With the essence of existence itself and with questions that nobody seems to have the answer to yet technical questions that nobody seems to know about yet like AGI what kind of stuff and it's very frustrating because what I perhaps should have done was find the most general language and become very proficient in that you might say, well, the most general language is like uh, philosophy or something. Maybe. Yeah. If you ask a scientist, he'd say the most general language is math. Most likely, I would assume. You know, so if I had become proficient in multiple languages, I don't know. Maybe that would have helped me along my quest. But we'll see. I had another thought recently. It seems like these are related, but I don't know how yet. You know, you wonder, if I ask the question, hey, where is the edge of the universe? You'd say, well, technically there is no edge. it's just infinite but you'd say the edge of the observable universe is 45 billion or trillion no billion what is it damn it anyway it's really far away <laughs> we're gonna go with billion I don't know 45 billion light years away in any direction just take your choice and then you'll get to a place where things are moving so f fast away from where you are now uh, that the information beyond that point will never get to us because the universal expansion 
too fast. Then you say, okay, all right. Well, what about maybe the edge of the universe is 14 billion light years in the past? Perhaps it's just, think of it that way, because that's when everything was together. I think there's a better answer. I think that's the outside edge. I think those two consist together of the outside edge. I think there's an inside edge. I don't think the universe is spherical. Not when you think of it from a from a perspective point of view, from a consciousness point of view. seems like there's an inside edge that's really close. It's down at the quantum level. It's where the information of what is and what isn't kind of meshes together and we're left with uncertainty. We don't know what is and what isn't. But you say, well, where is that inside edge? And we talk about it like being really small, like it's, like it's far away. But it's not far away. Is it? I mean, it's everywhere. We're made of the inside edge. I think the universe is more like a torus. The shape of a black hole than a sphere. Um... We're made of that inside edge. All matter is made of that inside edge, of that uncertainty. That's just another way to think of the paradox. The certainty of matter is made of the uncertainty of matter. I mean, what does that mean? I mean, if you treat the inside edge like it's an outside edge, say beyond that edge, there's no, it's just chaos. We don't know what's beyond it. But if you go to the outside edge, 40, uh, 40, 45 billion light years away, and then you say, okay, well, I've, I've magically appeared here and it looks like, actually, there's a whole lot more universe. You know? Does that occur if you... If you zoom in on the very small? If you just scale down, does that same thing occur? Where you get... You, you can see that edge of the Planck length and you say, oh, actually, this is made up of smaller Planck links. I don't know what it would mean to scale down, but it feels like that would happen. I don't know. Because it has to be infinite. So it has to be infinitely cuttable. I mean, that's just what it feels like, doesn't it? 
Infinite does not just mean infinitely addable. You just add more to it. It means infinitely divisible. I think that's actually a better way to think about infinity. Because then you have a point of reference. You have a unity. Um... I don't know, it just occurs to me that we're made up of that inside edge because it's everywhere, at every point. And every point is just a theoretical thing anyway. So it seems like consciousness itself, like awareness, like the contents of consciousness is the shape of that inside edge. Like matter's shape, the atom's shape, molecule's shape is that inside edge of the universe. And and furthermore, it feels like that edge that you see is such a unique thing that um if there's no such thing as nothing, then there's nothing in between universes. And that's why when you get to the edge of the universe, 45 trillion light years away, you see more universe. There's a universe stitching this one together to the next one. And it's just infinite. It just goes on and on. So what I'm trying to say is if everything is made up of that edge, then it feels like the intersection of all universes. Uh, well, let me let me put this a different way. Feels like the universe is made up of the intersection of multiple universes, infinite universes, maybe. I don't know. It just it just feels that way to me don't know how else to make sense of being the edge but it's kind of I guess the way in, in which it's related to the other thought is that you take on the identity of the career that mode of being that way of thinking you take it on because what else is there than how you think what else is there to you than how you react to the world, regardless of where those reactions came from. My thinking was, well, if it came from outside of you and you adopted it, then it's not you, because you didn't home grow it. Perhaps that's just a naive way of seeing things. Well, thanks for listening.